tribe to another welcome welcome to our show today it was great having you here with us to a very special show it's part three of a series of four called thinking outside the coffin 14 creative ways to bury your loved one i i honestly only thought there was like two or three I did not think there was this many. And if you have missed part one and two, check it out in the link below in our description box. I'm so happy to have you guys here. If you are new to our channel, we do live shows each and every week, as well as our Walking with Tina this week, which is um, either a topic that we're talking about in this past month. It's been thinking outside the coffin. And um, on the other opposite days, we have a celebrity that comes to us that has had uh, difficulties with their estate planning or with uh, a, a a disagreement with a an estate so they probably didn't have a will or they didn't have a trust built and it caused disagreements within the family and friends of course because people come out of the woodwork when you don't have everything tickety-boo so uh, on with our show um, my name is Tina again I am the presenter and sponsor of the show of your backup plan app and if you are new to our channel, welcome. I'd love for you to like, share, and subscribe down here below if you already haven't. And make sure you like it and share it if you want to share it with others that uh, you find the information interesting. It keeps our channel going, of course. I am the creator and developer of your backup plan app. And I'm a best-selling author of In the Blink of an Eye, just like that you have a life-changing event occur and everything goes your whole life changes in a split second um, i'm a best-selling author of in the blink of an eye and you can get it and download it on amazon i'm a financial advisor and emergency preparedness coach so what do we talk about on our podcast each and every week we talk about real life changing events that happened to my guests um, really amazing people that have turned their life around from having stage three or four cancer to being a cancer survivor how it changed their life how it changed their thought process of having a better plan and having being better prepared for whatever might come your way because you know we aren't superman of course we think we are but we're not and when we think we are, we're just not, we just don't have a plan. And I always say, when you have a plan, your brain is able to think because you have it all in front of you. Because do not expect your brain to be able to think after a tragedy. It just disappears. I talk about it, just, it just lifts up and flies away without you even knowing it. So I... I want to um, things and we're going to have a quick commercial and we will be right back with our show today. See you in a quick second.
Welcome back to our show on Thinking Outside the Coffin, Part 3. Um, if we created this app that you saw the commercial for, that could organize all of, all of your details, all of the pieces of the puzzle that are in your head, in the drawer, in the closet, in the bathroom cabinet, wherever you've put everything. Wherever all of that stuff is, we help you put it all put together in case of any medical emergency, sudden death, um, any unexpected tragedy, a car accident, a work accident, uh, even up to hurricanes and tornadoes and flying out of your house with a wildfire. Um, it helps you avoid all that tremendous stress for you and your loved ones so that you are in the right state of mind and that you're capable of knowing what's next in your plan. And believe me, it helps so, so very much. So let's get on with our show, Thinking Outside the Coffin. There's absolutely 14 creative ways to bury your loved one. I could not believe this. And welcome to our channel. Please like and share down if you already haven't. Please like it for your girl here. Uh, we talk about topics related to personal finance and family planning, uh, business planning. We discuss topics that are insensitive, uh, taboo subjects sometimes, and important for those who have had to deal with those special tragic moments. Um, when we lose a loved one, we want to find a way to honor them and preserve their memory for many people, this means exploring alternative burial options that are more sustainable and eco-friendly. We cut in part one, human composting, as well as environmentally conscious options, that being green burials. And in part three, we're talking about cryonics, very interesting topic where you deal with it of freezing. Cryonic, cryogenic preservation, also known as cryonics, is a method of preserving the human body or the brain at extremely low temperatures in the hopes of reviving it in the future. Imagine, it's like a science sci-fi movie. Um, this process involves cooling the body to a temperature of around minus 196 degrees Celsius. Using liquid nitrogen, a substance that can maintain their, these frigid temperatures. The main objective of cry, cryogenic uh, preservation is to have the processes of decay and cell damage that occur after death by reducing the body's temperature show low levels, biological activity is essentially halted, preventing further deterioration. This preservation allows individuals, huh, my notes here, this allows individuals to potentially be revived and restored to a healthy state when advanced medical technologies become available in the future. The decision to consider cryogenic preservation as a burial method is a highly personal one and often involves weighing several factors, proponents of cryonics, causes of death, and fine cures, 
because they believe that there's a chance for future scientific advancements to address the causes of death and to find cures for currently incurable options. By preserving their bodies, they hope to increase the likelihood of benefiting from these advances and potentially regaining life. Cryogenic preservation offers several potential advantages. First and foremost, it provides a way to extend the lifespan beyond the limits imposed by present day medicine. That's for sure. It offers hope to individuals who are facing terminal illnesses or page turner, die prematurely, allowing them to potentially live again in a future when medical capabilities have significantly advanced. Additionally, cryogenic preservation may enable the preservation of memories, personal experiences, and potentially even one's consciousness. And I'm just going to, uh, I'm just gonna put on a picture for you guys. There we go. This possibility arises from the idea that memories and personal identity are encoded in the brain's neural connections. If the brain can be preserved and successfully revived, it may be possible to retain those memories and personal attributes. However, it's important to note that cryogenic preservation is a speculative practice and with no guarantees of success. The process itself is complex and very expensive, requiring meticulous preparation and ongoing maintenance. It also currently faces significant scientific and logical challenges, such as the potential for cell damage during freezing and the development of technologies to repair and restore preserved tissues. The long-term sustainability of cryonic storage facilities, such as this one in the photo, and the ethical considerations surrounding the revival and potential treatment of revived individuals remain subjects of debate. In conclusion, cryogenic preservation offers a potential pathway to extend life and benefit from future medical advancements. However, it is a highly controversial and unproven practice. And this decision to consider this burial method should be made after careful consideration of the associated costs scientific uncertainties, personal beliefs, and ethical considerations. Wow, that is crazy, isn't it? It's like a sci-fi sci movie, absolutely. So part two is mummification. Wow, mummification is a process of preserving a deceased body by intentionally drying it out to prevent decomposition. This burial method has been practiced by various ancient civilizations, including the Egyptians, the Incas, and certain indigenous cultures. The objective of mummification 
is to preserve the body's physical form and slow down the decay process. And we have some exciting photos for you. <laughs> this mummification process typically involves several steps. First, the internal organs are removed to prevent decay and foul odors. Odor, odors. The body is then treated with pres preservatives such as natron, a mixture of salts to dry it out. Afterward, the body is wrapped in linen bandages to provide support and further protection. There are several reasons why individuals might consider mummification as a burial method, although it is important to note that mummification is no longer widely practiced today. So don't get your hopes up on that one. Mummification can be seen as a way to preserve one's cultural heritage or honor ancient traditions. Some individuals may have a deep connection to historical civilization that practice mummification and they may wish to emulate or pay homage to those customs. For some mummification represents a form of respect and reverence for the physical body. It is viewed as a way to ensure that the body remains intact and is not subject to the natural processes of decomposition. It can be tied to certain religious or spiritual beliefs. It may be seen as a way to facilitate the transition of the soul into the afterlife or to preserve the body for potential resurrection or reincarnation. Mummification can have scientific value in terms of studying past civilizations and their practices. Preserved mummies provide valuable insights into ancient cultures, their lifestyles, and even medical conditions prevalent at that time. They continue to our understanding of human history and help advance scientific knowledge. Mummification is a very complex and labor-intensive process that requires specialized knowledge and skills. It may not be easily accessible or affordable for everyone, and suitable facilities may not be reading readily available. The practice of mummification may have legal restrictions or be incompatible with local burial customs and, of course, regulations. It is essential to research and understand the legal and cultural implications before opting for this method. And remember, there's always important to reflect on personal values, religious or spiritual beliefs, and cultural customs to make any informed decision. Mummification is a burial method that involves intentionally preserving the body through drying to prevent decomposition. While it may be significant for historical, cultural, or spiritual reasons, the practicality, legality, and personal beliefs surrounding mummification should be carefully considered before choosing this method. Mummification ha has been found in the various regions, Egypt, 
Ancient Egypt is perhaps the most well-known civilization associated with mummification. The Egyptians practiced elaborate mummification rituals as a way to preserve the bodies of the deceased for the afterlife. Peru, the ancient Incas of Peru practiced a form of mummification known as natural mummification. Due to the arid climate of the Andy Mountains, bodies were naturally preserved without extensive intervention. The Incas believed in the preservation of the body as a means of maintaining a connection between the living and the deceased. As well as in China, some regions of China, particularly in the, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, the Yingyang province, mummies have been discovered dating back thousands of years. These mummies, known as the Tarim Basin mummies, are notable for their remarkable state of preservation. The mummification techniques used in this region are believed to be influenced by local customs and natural environmental conditions. And this one I didn't realize was in the Canary Islands. In the culture of the Canary Islands, mummification was practiced. The mummified bodies were typically placed in caves and the process involved drying the bodies through exposure to smoke or using hot ashes. And of course, remember that there are different methods around the world, such as cremation or traditional burial, but we were just talking about certain areas today that had a different form of mummification in the, in the world and globally. So I did not know that there was four areas that traditionally had mummification. So I hope you've learned something as well. So the next one on our list is digital burial or memorialization. And here is a type of memorialization. Digital burial or digital memorialization refers to the practice of preserving and honoring the memory of a deceased individual using digital technology and online platforms. It involves creating digital archives, online memorials, or interactive virtual spaces to commemorate and remember the person who has passed away. Digital burial provides a new way to extend the remembrance and impact of a person beyond traditional and physical memorials. Here are some key aspects of digital burial and reasons why it should be considered. Online memorials, digital burial allows for the create, creation of dedicated online tribute pages. These platforms serve as a space to share memories, stories, photos, and videos of the deceased. Friends and family acquaintances can visit these memorials from anywhere in the world, providing a convenient way for people to connect and collectively remember the individual. Social media tributes. Social media platforms have become a, become a popular way to remember and honor the deceased. Family and friends can create memorial profiles or pages, share memories, post messages, and interact with others who knew that person. 
These digital spaces enable ongoing remembrance and offer a sense of community and support during the creative grieving process. There's also digital archives, which allows for the preservation of the person's digital footprint, including perhaps their writings, their artwork, photographs, and other creative works. By archiving and sharing these digital artifacts, future generations can gain insight into the person's life, personality, and contributions. It can also serve as a form of a legacy and contribute to historical and cultural preservation. And it's funny because in our last uh, category in your backup plan, that's kind of the outline there uh, against the wall on my chalkboard, um, we talk a lot about leaving a legacy and those types of things do come up and your artwork, your handwriting, your scents, your, your perfumes, your aftershaves, your uh, pillowcase that you slept on, all of these things are smells. I always talk about we need to find the smells, the scents, and we need to see it in personally with our eyes. So writing, um, what their writing looked like, perhaps they wrote poetry as well. Uh, music, all those kinds of things. Those are interactive memorials. Advancements in virtual reality and augmented reality technologies have opened up possibilities for interactive digital memorials. These immersive experiences can recreate environments or moments significant to the deceased person, allowing loved ones to engage with the memories in a more interactive and personalized way. Digital burials, which we also have, which shows uh, this is a, a memorialization. This is in memory of someone. This is what you can also leave. It leaves a longevity to the additional physical memorials, which may not always provide you online platforms are accessible 24 7 from anywhere in the world where you don't actually have to come and be at this memorial site um, digital burials can be seen as a more environmentally friendly option compared to traditional burial methods which often involve the use of resources and land by opting for digital memorializations it it reduces their carbon footprint and contribute to sustainability efforts. Ultimately, the choice of burial method, including digital burial, should be based on your own personal preferences, your family preferences, your cultural considerations, and the desires of the deceased or of the loved one. And of course, that's where we come into play, where we talk about on at your backup plan all the time, where we talk about what is it that you want. Make sure we have family conversation worksheet workshops over on our Facebook group page. Um, if it will be linked down below for you as well. Um, we have free workshops. We have lots of fun during them. We set up all sorts of um, drinks and appies, coffee, tea, alcohol, if you wish. And usually we have groups of four or six or eight people around the table and you're given a worksheet and you all go through it. It makes life so much easier to put down what it is. We talk about it and we laugh about it, get on with 
being able to do it easily and quickly. And we have so much fun doing it. So that being said, let's get on to tree burial or memorial forest. Now this one's quite uh, interesting because tree burial or memorial forest, also known as natural or green burials, involve burying a deceased individual's remains in a designated forest aerial. This burial method emphasizes environmental sustainability and aims to create a peaceful, natural setting for remembrance. And here's a few, here's an overview of a few reasons why it should be considered. Uh, number one, it's very environmental consciousness. It's tree burial is often chosen, chosen by individuals who prioritize environmental sustainability. Of course, traditional burial methods such as embalming and burial in concrete vaults or coffins can have of negative environmental impacts due to resource consumption, chemical use, and land use. In contrast, tree burial promotes a more ecologically friendly approach, allowing the body to decompose naturally and contribute to the growth of trees and, of course, the ecosystem. And I have one here to show you. It's so beautiful. And it's cost-effective. It's less expensive traditional burial method. It requires fewer resources and avoids expenses associated with elaborate caskets, uh, vaults, or headstones. This simplicity method appeals to individuals seeking a very modest and cost-effective burial option. Trees are often seen as symbols of life, growth, and regeneration. And by choosing tree burial, individuals can contribute to the growth of new trees. By choosing tree, tree burial, it provides a sense of continuity and the feeling of giving back to nature even after death. Um, I wanted to also, it, of course, it, it, it contributes to the preservation and conservation of the land. But also, I wanted to add in um, that tree pods, tree pods are also a way, and you can either plant it in your private land or in a pot so that if you moved, you can also take it with you. I've actually had a lot of clients who have done this who would wish their ashes to be put with this tree pod burial. And it's nice because you can put it in different locations. And that's kind of a really cool idea and that you can move with it and take take it everywhere you go, put it in your backyard, your front yard or your patio. And it's it's a beautiful way of giving back to, of course, the earth and of sustainability for the future. Barn aquamation. Now, I don't know who might know of any aquamation that has been known done before, but it's also known as alkaline hydrolysis. I can't talk. Hydrolysis or water cremation, which is very unusual because we're just so used to the ashes and not of water. It's an alternative alternative burial method that utilizes water-based process to gently break down the body's organic matter. It is an eco-friendly and more sustainable alternative to traditional burial or, of course, cremation methods. 
And here's a reason why it should be perhaps considered. It's eco-friendly. It's chosen by individuals who prioritize environments. The process uses a combination of water, heat, and alkaline chemicals to accelerate the natural decomposition process. Unlike traditional cremation, which releases carbon dioxide and other emissions into the atmosphere, aquamation has a significantly lower carbon footprint and does not contribute to air pollution. It's gentle, non-invasive method of body decomposition. The process takes place in a stainless steel. Here we go. It takes place in a stainless steel. Oh, I lost my part here. Vessel filled with a solution of water and alkaline chemicals. The body is placed in a vessel and through a combination of heat and pressure, the organic matter is broken down over several hours. This method preserves the dignity and integrity of the body without the use of high temperatures or of flames. It's similar to cremation. Aquamation also results in the production of remains in the form of bone ash. However, the bone ash produced through aquamation is softer and easier to pulverize. This aspect may be appealing to individuals who wish to keep or scatter the remains as it can be more manageable process compared to the traditional cremation. It uses less energy compared to traditional cremation. It operates at a lower temperature, reducing the energy demand and making it more energy efficient. This aspect aligns with efforts to conserve energy resources and reduce the carbon emissions. The alkaline chemicals used in the acclimation process neutralize pathogens and eliminate bacteria, providing a hygienic and safe method of body decomposition. This feature can be particularly relevant when dealing with contagious diseases or individuals who have received certain medical treatments. It allows for the same flexibility as traditional cremation when it comes to memorialization, families can still choose to have the remains placed in urns, scatter them in meaningful locations, or incorporate them into memorial jewelry or, of course, keepsakes. This provides loved ones with various options for remembering and honoring the deceased. Before considering acclimation or any burial method, it's important to research the local laws and regulations understand the availability and accessibility of acclimation facilities and consider your personal beliefs, your family beliefs, your cultural customs, and the wishes, of course, of the deceased or their loved ones, making an informed decision based on individual preferences. And of course, the environment is for those considerations is absolutely crucial when choosing this type of burial method. Well, aren't we learning lots here? Crazy. You know, I, I can't believe all the different methods of burial. And I hope you're enjoying them just as much as I am. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe down here below in the link. And like that button for your girl if you want to see more of these awesome, awesome videos talking to you about cremation ashes, 
perhaps of these types of burial methods. And of course, we talk about um, bank accounts and having an estate plan, as well as different celebrities who have not had their estate organized. We've already done the Franklin. Uh, we've done, let's see, Prince. Uh, Michael Jackson is coming up next week. Um, we're talking about, let's see, um, Whitney Houston is coming up as well. And we've also done the recent uh, passing of, let's see, let's, let's find out here for you. Um, which one did we do? Oh, we did Kurt Cobain and Prince. And let's see. Um, I'm missing somebody. Oh, well, you can find them. They're all linked down below in the description box if you want to make sure you check those out. I've done so many now, I can't even keep them all in my head. That's what happens after you've had a very bad car accident my head sometimes things come into it and sometimes it just doesn't so it is what it is but don't forget forget to like share and subscribe and um check out our next video which is part four on the last few that we're going to talk about those types of burials and that's coming up in a few weeks for you I hope you're enjoying them just as much as I love making them and stay safe and be kind till next week. See you soon. I'm